0: Welcome. This is episode 293. I'm here with David and Lewis.
1: Yo. What's up, everybody?
0: And this is Bobby, and we're back from another, another loss, another winless game. A horrible performance. Yeah, say it with your whole chest
1: though. Say it with your whole chest. Your whole chest, Bobby.
0: Going down 3-0 in Houston, two red cards. Um Embarrassing display in front of the Houston crowd, in front of the Galaxy fans in TV, on TV land. Uh, my, my body just fell, just drooped. It just I just felt like I stood there staring, <laughs> staring at nothing, motionless. How are you? I'm doing fine. I have this beer here. I'm okay. Let's all get our pacifiers out.
1: <laughs> um, Bobby, I have a bone to pick with you. Uh huh. Last week. Oh, hi, everybody. By the way. Hi, everybody. Good to see you. Um, last week, Bobby. Uh, I asked you guys two questions. One of them was would you rather the galaxy win in a blowout fashion or would you rather they win in a gritty whatever whatever when you guys both said blowout fashion i argued against it because i said if they win in a blowout fashion it means that the other team is just awful guess what we got the answer to that question the team that got blown out is just fucking awful but I'm let me... sorry, I cursed. I'm sorry, I cursed, yes. Bobby, because I know you're gonna have oh, yeah. to edit that out. Four, I'm sorry. 40, yeah, okay. <laughs> the second, the second <laughs> bone, the second bone that I have to pick, Bobby. <laughs> two, there's two of them. Remember, <clears throat> I took umbrage against the attitude or the you know whatever against Greg Vanny, and said I do not like. The fact that he's making excuses, he's um, <clears throat> he's and I know that got thrown around a lot. He's making, you know, he's. He's letting his team off the hook, whereas you see Pat Noonan. And he said, look, I apologize for my plea, my team playing like crap after they won. And we Lewis and I argue with you that we need to hold our team. And the mentality and the the mentality within the club needs to hold players accountable for bad performances. And we cannot let them off the hook. And I think this is the culmination of that attitude, of that culture that has just fallen apart. This is Jermaine Jones all over again. This is a team. That is completely lost its way. It's on the brink of utter collapse. What did Greg Vanny say? He said, this doesn't live up to our brand. Guess what? Our brand is not what it used to be. Our brand is all we have left, is the brand of the past. Because over the last 10 years, this brand has been
0: shambolic. Louis. Lewis?
2: I'm indifferent. I'm going to use that every week. I am indifferent because this isn't the first time I've seen this. This isn't the first time that I've seen a horrible, embarrassing performance from the Galaxy. I have seen the Galaxy meltdown more than once. I We've talked about how in multiple games in the last... You know, seven years, the Galaxy mm-hmm. have melted down. The Galaxy are unraveling in front of our eyes. The Galaxy have given up. The Galaxy are done. The Galaxy season is over. I have seen more than once Douglas Costa pull off the same exact act. This is
1: not new. So, I, no, I love, it doesn't... I, I love that that, that Greg Vanny the week before was like, oh no, Douglas Costa, he's (laughs) in good shape, he's bought in in the the idea of the team, and then he does that.
2: Yeah, this is a... This goes back to what I have been saying. And there are little sub-things here that, that I will mention, because I know Bobby will say it. And he's not wrong, but he's not entirely correct either. So... I have said several times. You can bring in whatever head coach you want. Doesn't matter. Pick one. I'm not talking about MLS. I'm talking about any coach in the world. Pick a coach. Pep. Klopp. Ancelotti. Doesn't matter. Bring in any coach that you want. And they will fail miserably. Nobody can be successful. Under the current administration because of the culture right so greg Vanny is seeing that right now in year number one you missed the playoffs you didn't do horribly but you missed the playoffs so you missed the goal your goal was to make the playoffs you missed it in year number two ricky Pouge and brugman saved your ass probably would have been another missed playoff appearance in 2022 but you played well and i to this day, I still, say like I said it every single time, you were unbeaten in 11, asterisks, Huge asterisks, because I broke down how you were barely squeaking by some of these opponents and you were drawing and coming from behind against non-playoff teams at home. So big asterisks there and I still stand by it. And then you go into this season and you're saying, we're going for the Supporter Shield, we are going for US Open Cup, we are going for MLS Cup, we are you know, this There is no more excuse. Everything that I have built should show some sort of production, fruition in year number three. This is year number three of his tenure. Well, guess what? <laughs> Welcome to hell. And I've said it. I'm sure I've said it on the pod before if I haven't. Well, here it is. When you go to hell, and make no mistake, you're in hell. When you go to hell, you do not change the devil. The devil changes you. And right now, Greg Vanny is feeling that he is completely helpless. He knows that he is in a lose-lose situation. That no matter what happens, and obviously right now, with everything that's going on with the supporter groups, with the fans, with just the timing of everything, is just getting so much worse. Now, with what happened in the in Houston. Bobby's going to say this isn't on Klein, right? Which is somewhat correct because there are whispers of a divided locker room. This is on Vanny, right? It's Vanny's job to basically have everybody on the same page, have everybody singing Kumbaya. It is Greg Vanny's job to go out there and, you know, come up with a game plan, tactics, formations, you know, uh, your substitutes. This is not something that Klein can interfere with per se. Um, you know, players losing their heads. Edwards shoving Greg Vanny because he didn't want to come off. Douglas Costa losing his mind. Mar- uh, Caceres losing his mind. All this <laughs> stuff, it, it's, it basically kind of goes down to this team has no discipline. This team is not on the same page. They're not fighting for each other. This is on Vanny. But again, it's one of those things where, like, yes, on in any other normal team, you can easily – let go of the coach.
1: Because yeah, that'll be coach number six. But that'll
2: be coach number six or seven in as many seasons. Probably one less since Greg Vanny is now officially the longest yeah. tenured coach since Chris Klein took over. So we have said it. It's not necessarily the coach. So again, put in any coach in the world and they will fail miserably. It doesn't matter. It starts from the top. And until you get rid of that cancer, there is nobody that's going to overcome that disease. It's just not going to happen. And right now we're seeing right before our eyes how this disease has taken over what you believe to be or you thought to be a pretty good team going into the season that was just, hey, you know what? Just
1: Get that winger. Hey. On, on when paper, you're no, team, I mean, but on paper.
2: Yeah, on paper, fine. On paper yeah. this
1: team should be better than it's performed. Yes. Um, and and yeah, it's just a mentality thing and and like I said, a cultural thing. I mean, it's it's one thing for our pod, for Squadcast, for any of the other fan pods to say stuff and then you know elevate that to you know, uh, Josh's pod and Kevin Baxter and Mike Gray and, and Alex Ruiz, the journalists are covering the scene to say stuff about this. Now you've got Taylor Twoman talking about it. You've got Hercules Gomez talking about it on a weekly basis that this club, not even the team, it's nothing to do with the team. The club is broken. It's broken. I I haven't. um, It all comes down to making that shift in mentality, holding accountable the the things that you do and the things that you don't. Not talking about the refs. I mean, you know, you had the the beginning of this game came. We thought we were going to get a penalty kick. Ricky Pooch was about to take it. And then the referee said, nah, I'm going to call it back. And I rolled my eyes the way the same way that Bobby rolled his eyes just now, because I thought, Jesus Christ, Greg Vanny is right. We can't catch a break. We cannot catch a break. And in the five minutes that followed the the the, the non-call or the, the calling off of the penalty, I said, Where's the response? The ten minutes later. Where's the response? 15 minutes later, there's no response. The team is playing exactly the way, the same way that they are have been playing. There's no fire. There's no, there's no like, screw this, we're gonna prove the referee wrong. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, go the effort extra effort to make a goal and and you know, and really make a statement. No, there was nothing. There was no response as the game went on. They got scored on. And then they got scored on again. And then Casares loses his freaking mind. Okay. Say what you will about the challenge. It's a 50-50 challenge. The fact that it's in the box, maybe Casares got hard done by a little bit in the fact that they called it a penalty. That in itself, sure. You get hard done by whatever that happens to for a guy that has had four world cups under his belt, a guy who has played all over the world at the highest levels for him to go over to the referee while he's on the VAR. First of all, I don't even know why the VAR uh, uh, video thing was in the place that it was, but for him to go over and to touch him on the shoulder as soon as he did I, I, and that. I think,
2: and I think that's what it is. I think the moment that you put, even if it's nothing hostile, the moment you put your hands on the ref. It's, it it's, it's like a Yeah, because like it was, was just a tap.
0: Outfit. That's what yeah. I was about to say. It, remind, it, it Literally, that moment brought me all the way back to Kaka doing the, oh, I'm just playing. I'm covering yeah. your eyes. And I'm like... Do. Yeah, but it's something you don't do. It's just it's what it's, are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. even
2: even and I get it. Like, obviously, there's nothing malicious about what Casares is doing. He's not attacking the ref. And that's obviously and not, obviously, an, and and, that's and, not like, an
0: MLS
1: rule. That's not like it's old yeah, wacky it's not. MLS. Oh, it's, it's a universal fucking universal.
2: Yeah. I mean, the fact that, like, let's just say, let's just say that he doesn't touch him at all. And again, there's nothing malicious about it. And usually, like, the way he touches them, it's supposed to be like kind of like. It's very soft. It's very sympathetic hey, hey, like hey, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah, he's Come just on. like excuse me. You
0: know, hey, like hey, we yeah. need to
2: talk about this, like you know, what, you know, what whatever it is. Let's take away the fact that he put his hands on the ref regardless of how he did it. While he's in the booth or while he's looking at it, you're not supposed to be anywhere near and he knows better than that. So and, he doubled, and, 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 he and doubled the referee, right there.
1: And the referee was like beside himself surprised.
0: Yeah. He reacted He did a double take. React, he did a double take. Totally. He looked and he looked back at the minor, and he's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what
2: just <laughs> happening to me?" Thinking it might have car- been another ref coming in there and saying, "Hey, you <sighs> know, I got some other information here." Turns around, like, "What the hell?" You know, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's it's just it, it's you looking at it. And this is one of those. I mean, it's not even obviously part of the part of a play. It's not even part of the game. But you're looking at that and you're seeing this. It's and. For me personally, at this point, I'm already kind of like, you know, it is what it is, what's happening. But I'm looking at this in slow motion. It's not even a game where it's like, oh, my God, like this is going to end bad. And, you know, that ball is traveling and in the air and, you know, what's going to land on the goal and it's going like, you know, so slow to you. That's what, like, what is he to doing? Me. You're watching. What is he doing? And You're like, what in the world am I doing? watching? Yeah. And it just <laughs> kind of <laughs> felt like that. This is not going to end well. Nope. Like, and again, for me, it was like in slow motion watching this, and then the red card eventually comes out, and it's just like, yeah. What, even the referee what, was surprised. Yeah. You like, What did you think was going to happen? I mean, I get it if it's like, and no, no, I'm not even gonna say I get it if it's a rookie. Anyone, Mm-mm. everybody Mm-mm. knows, but at least you could say, you know what, a rookie is probably hasn't learned how to control his emotions, the rookie is probably it's a rookie mistake. That's where that term comes from. But to come from a veteran, that is, I mean, there's just no way around it. I still yeah. wouldn't excuse the rookie, but at least you can make a long shot case for it. There's it, literally no case for this one, and there's no one on the planet that should be defending what Casares was doing, regardless of what was said, what wasn't said, how unintentional or whatever it was, you know better to stay away from the ref while they are reviewing a play. And even if, I, I don't even think he actually finished looking at the play. I think he just said, fuck it, it's a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah,
1: exactly. I, I, mean, I think that he, he was like, whether it was a penalty or not, it's I'm calling the penalty. He's like, whether it was or not, I'm calling it because this guy came over here and freaking grabbed my shoulder while I was yeah, in the, I mean, the it's, VAR. And, it I, absolutely and, and you're ridiculous. right,
0: Lewis. But what blows, but what blows me away though, like more a little though, is, is the subtleness. Like, I understand that this team their trigger right now is penalties. That's, that's their trigger. As soon as something happens VAR. against them or whatever, right. VAR, they're going to lose their living shit right now. Cause they're, they're, they're like already PTSD. Dang it. You just cuss too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this might be the wrong episode. to put the
0: video. On. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right. Um, you might want to edit Jesus Christ most... earlier too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, but, uh, what, what, Okay, what blows me away the most about that is that Martin fully, consciously is calm and is walking towards the ref as if this will be fine. I've completely <laughs> forgotten this is, that this, this is, is a universal world rule. This is going to – he's going to totally get it. He's totally going to get Bobby. it. Bobby, Bobby, Preston Judd doesn't
1: get away with this. Kevin Cabral doesn't get away with this. Messi doesn't get away with this Zlatan does not actually get away with I think this. the only
0: person that can get away with it is Messi. I think yeah, that's the think only person that can. He, he 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 can he shouldn't he shouldn't but I think he can't
2: he definitely shouldn't but I, I agree no. with Bobby there right? if anyone has an outside chance of that happening yeah I think Messi, it would be Messi. yeah it's 100 a red card should he do yeah. it he doesn't get a pass for no. that but, but it's
0: just how do you walk up and just Nonchalantly think that's gonna happen. It's, it's, again, kaka moment.
2: Hey guys. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, absolutely. Here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. In in all of the history of world soccer,
1: when has arguing <laughs> with the ref? Ever worked in your Ever favor? Ever <laughs> worked in your favor, right? <laughs> Ever maybe one or two chances <laughs> uh, in all of the games in all of the when, world. You know what? When v- VAR whatever, started, right?
0: sometimes you could but have then, argued to them to w- watch the VAR. Maybe a few of those sure, happened, but sure.
1: But the, but but now, but now, factor in the fact that there's video review of something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, honestly. I didn't think it was a penalty, but it 100% became a penalty as soon as
0: his I hand it, touched th- the guy. I guy's thought it was shoulder, a penalty, but uh, it's is a 50-50 yeah. ball, dude.
1: Um, yeah, but it doesn't matter because doesn't Martin matter. made sure that it, was, that a it was a penalty.
0: He made And sure a red card. And an and, injunction. And and, 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 and and a missed game for the next following El Tragico. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and, I, and here's and I the think. thing. We were already getting blown out at that point. No, no we're not. The it, score,
2: it, was, it was 1-0. Yeah.
0: I know the score didn't say so. But we weren't playing well. That was one of the worst games we've, we've ever played. Up. Yes, outside of the meltdown. Outside of the meltdown, that was one of the worst games we've played.
1: If, yeah, exactly. If Martin had stayed on the field and Douglas Casado stayed on the field, it's still one of the worst games we've ever played. And I think at that point, the 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 the, the game is over. At that point, I mean, the, the, even the, at one zero, the, the game was over.
2: I mean, the, the the fact of the matter is, is that you know a lot of people, and this is probably where you are more than likely. This is probably where you made your mistake. Is that there was a a sense of hope that this may be the game that you finally won this season, and it's you know get that monkey off your back going into El Tráfico, and I think that's where the fans made the mistake. Is that there was hope that you that hey they're going to do something because it's really when you have given up on the team when all of a sudden oh, crap, you pulled something, you know, (laughs) you you pulled a rabbit out of the hat, right? So the fact that everyone kind of felt, oh, I'm feeling good about this game. I mean, the Galaxy just went the exact opposite. I mean, this is a joke, but I kind of feel like what you saw in Houston, you have to wonder if, what if, Vanny and the players are also crying out, and this is the way they're doing it. Oh. <laughs> like, like um, oh my god! Like, because it was, and again, th- this is not the first time I'm seeing something like this, which is why it's not surprising to me. No, nor, nor is it upsetting. That's the sad part. I am still indifferent. This is not upsetting to me because I've seen it more than once.
1: I think I think, once. I think the Gossettis I think the gossip incident. Um, I chalk it up to like, oh, he lost his mind in the in the right. moment. Um, but I do think that. But I, I also feel that what what Bobby
2: said, <laughs> I, or I don't remember if it was Bobby or it was you, but I I do kind of chalk it up as well. No, it was Bobby. I'm sorry, it was Bobby. That hey, these blown calls, these VAR decisions, and you already had one going against you when you were ready to take the penalty kick, is the bane of their current existence. And I think, you know, maybe yeah. he did lose the his trigger. mind because here is another Dude, the, one. I think the whole that, team that, that, lost that their it. mind on so, it. <laughs> but I also feel like, again, this is one of those things where I said last week, don't blame the ref for your performance. You know, I get that Greg is upset. I get that the team is frustrated. I get that there's a lot of frustration going on with the team. But that is, I'm going to use that word. There is no excuse no. For what
1: happened? No, there should in have been much more control. There should have been this, much this more control ridiculous.
0: with this. This team, within this scene, there should have been much more control. They should. They should have. Not, no, definitely. I mean, it's. it's but again, I mean, I, I, I'm not giving them a, an out or anything. I'm just saying this. That is what happened. You know, they mm-hmm. they they have this PTSD right now with with the penalties and and like Lewis said, one was called away from us, and then boom, we give them one, and it's just. They, they 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 lost their mind and then yeah, Bertin gets the because, red because card and everybody to, loses their mind and then Costa I don't know what the fuck with Costa ah,
1: and, and, and I think what's worse well, I mean, a, I think it was pretty clear this, this with Costa. Is the last he's, one. he's done he's yeah. done well,
2: we'll talk about Costa right now because I do want to talk about it but one last thing before we move on because uh, w- so the the first the the, the penalty that was uh, called in our in our favor Yovis ready to take the the the, the or Pooch ready to take the penalty kick. And then all of a sudden, or I'm going to go to VAR. He literally checks it for like three seconds, comes back. Oh, yeah, it's not a penalty kick, right? Dude, so, for real. So there's already there. <sighs> now, the penalty that was given uh, the, the 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 Caceres play, no call was made. And the ball didn't even go out. The ball was not dead. The ball did not go out of bounds. The ball has to be the, – the play has to be dead for them to say, okay, the game is stopped. Do I have to go back and check VAR? So it can go on for three minutes. Within the, within the game, something has to stop, whether it's a goal, which would have been worse, or the ball has to be uh, go out of bounds, a foul is committed, offside. Something has to happen for the play to stop. And then that's when you go out and say, let's go back, all the way back to that decision that was made. Because the, yeah, there's no that. reason, but they stopped it. The ball was in the midfield and they stopped playing and said, I'm going to go to VAR. And I said to myself, like, wait a minute, the ball's not dead. Nobody kicked the ball out of bounds. Nobody said anything. And they just decided to go, uh, I'm going to go check this. I I thought that was a little bit bizarre. And again, this also probably plays into the whole, like, are you kidding me? Like, you you can't even yeah. just stop the. You can't stop yeah. it. There's no player injured. There's nothing there. And you just decide to go to video review right now where the play is still going? Like, what is going on? So, again, there is a lot of frustration. But it, again, not an excuse for how you reacted to it or how you've been performing anyway. So, I mean, it, it's it's something that, again, it's happening, but you're in hell, buddy. You're in hell. Yeah, you got to deal with it. Let's talk about Costa.
1: We're, we're, we're going insane. We're going insane. What we we're do? trying
2: the same things over and over right. again and, and expecting not, a yeah. different result. Right. Okay. So, Douglas Costa. David, talk to me. What? You said he's done Bo- okay. You know,
1: yeah, he's done. Bobby, he wants wh- what should, well, he's wanted he's out. To he's going to Coachella next week. He's going to that's Coachella. Why next to get, week. That's why he had to get the, the red card. Yeah. So he didn't he, have to play well,
0: against I mean, LA. I mean, I what felt like he's galaxy, never
1: ever, honestly, ever been le, in. Le, let me <laughs> ask.
2: Let me ask. And think about this. I, I know it's hard because there's obviously an emotional bias that we are going to have. But think about this. What did the Galaxy do here? What can the Galaxy do here? What should be done? What will be done? With Douglas Costa,
0: I mean, who's gonna buy him? Who who are we gonna sell him to? Uh, Nobody. You buy him out. You buy Uh, him out. You buy him out. Is that better than just letting him sit on the bench? (laughs) I don't know. Yes,
1: yes, because he's creating a. He's sitting there creating tension or creating, you know, whatever in in the within the team, and there's pressure to play him because he's a DP. So you buy him out. You send him packing. And you say, Oh yeah, that was the problem. We got rid of the problem. And then you let the rest of the season play out, whether you have a, a replacement for him or not. Uh well, you know, it well, makes I it mean, look like you made the hard decision, yeah. even though it was gonna it was gonna cut your wings for the rest of the, the year.
0: I mean, he's definitely a problem and and, and, and Vanny's does see that, but I d do, I don't see not any any time before uh that incident. Uh, did I see anybody having any issues with Costa or ha- or not being able to like ha- like I saw you see him on the bench hanging and joking around with Chicha. Everybody's chummy. So I'm not sure if that's that that that's a that's a real thing of, of, of people having issues with him in general. Um, definitely they do now after thing. this stunt. But yeah, but I mean, and then and then did you hear us hear this rumor that he, he like about him maybe doing this on purpose? What do you guys think about that?
2: Okay, I have watched that replay. More than once. Um, Have you guys seen the clip of what happened? Because I kind of wanted to go back and say, why would he do that? He purposely backheels with no need whatsoever. He purposely backheels the ball. It wasn't that he accidentally, oh, I accidentally kicked the ball. It wasn't that I tripped over the ball. He could have easily picked up the ball. In fact, it looked like he was going to. And at the last moment, he decides to it back, back heel. and then
0: back heels it. Yeah.
2: Literally no reason to back heel the ball. And then quickly, Pushes the, uh, the 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 defender out of the way. Whoever
1: I, I don't know who I don't remember. Uh, he who didn't it was. push him out of the well, way. Well, no, he, he grabbed no, him from behind. He grabbed yeah. him
2: from the neck and pulled him down to get to the ball. He continues going. Everyone is going after him. He's literally just like grabbing the ball and like oh, I, I just want to keep playing, keep playing. Everyone's coming at yeah, him. Yeah, that's an- and, another and, moment. And like, how do like, no, you no, think? No. I'm like, are you going to continue the a game? <laughs> yeah, let me throw the ball in. Um, I didn't do anything wrong. No, honestly, for me, obviously there's only one person that knows 100% the motive as to what the, why he did that, and that's him. And he's never obviously going to admit the truth, but that looked 100% intentional. That looked 100% intentional, and there's literally no way I could possibly defend
0: what well, happened? I mean, it was intentional. He was behind yeah. the guy, and he choked, hold him, this, and brought yeah. him down to the right. ground. No, no, uh, well, but well, but well, I, but, I'm I mean, but yes, yes, well, he, like, it, yes but yes, he. Yes, yes, I get it. The, yes, the yes, yes. Let me is. let me continue, Louis. Yes, we got it. Okay. Yes. Um, so what so, he does is, oh my God, shut up for a second. <laughs> Fuck,
1: damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll pick it up, Bobby. Um I, I mentioned it <laughs> earlier. This is. Jermaine Jones all over again. Remember that game I don't think he where, was that Jermaine, bad. where Jermaine Jones stepped on the Atlanta He wasn't that bad, but they decided, do have... Mo- I'm just not going to... I don't want to play anymore. We've, I don't want to play had players with more, that, so he stepped this... on the back of an Atlanta player. Remember that? Because he knew he was going to get ejected because he did not want to be involved anymore. And here's the thing with Douglas Costa. Throughout the whole offseason... The galaxy had already told him, "Yeah, go, 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 go. If you can find somebody, somebody to to take your contract, go for it. You have our blessing, please." And he couldn't find anybody. Um, the galaxy still owes him, you know, half a year. What is it? A year contract or half a year? A year? No. No, this it, this year.
0: Year? it's just a year. Is the end of the year?
1: His contract
0: is done at the end of the oh, year. year. So so the galaxy, the end the end year. galaxy
1: okay. still owes him the rest of this year's contract. What just started? It just started. So they still owe him that money and they he knows that he's not wanted there he knows that they were going they were willing to let him go for free and there he knows that he's not going to you know he he's got to go somewhere else so instead of instead of wanting to play out the season and try hard and and put in his effort which we already knew he wasn't last year he's just going to try and get them to buy him out so he's going to going to throw a tantrum and throw and be you know, basically a menace until they said, "This is untenable. We have to. You have to leave." Sorry, goodbye. Here's your money. So oh, yes, I think one hundred that this is here's <laughs> your money. Uh, here's your I money. Think this is one hundred percent a on purpose temper tantrum that he threw because he does not want to be there anymore. Yeah. He does. Well, he never, why why yeah, would just, anybody want to be there? If I'm Julian Aude, I do not want to be there anymore. If I'm Caligari, I do not want to be there anymore. Right. I just got here. Right. Who and wants think, to be there? You see what Raheem Edwards, oh, well, allegedly Raheem Edwards pushed Greg Van pushes Greg Vanny when he gets subbed out because he knows he's about to lose his spot. He's about to lose his spot, but he's also playing like he's not playing
2: well. I mean, I, I, here, here's the thing with Douglas Costa for me. Obviously, the, the most logical or at least the most emotionally popular answer is you buy him out. The problem with this is that you can't replace him because you just can't. You have two weeks exactly from, we this, from really the time of this recording. He's
0: never really from the time here. of this
2: recording, you have exactly two weeks to try to replace him. Okay, And it's not just some random, you know, Tam or, you know, MLS guy. It's a DP spot, okay? So, with that comes expectations and other stuff. So, if the Galaxy were to buy Douglas Costa out, okay? Obviously, I think at this point, saving face as far as, like, optics are concerned, should be thrown out the window because you made it very, very clear that you don't give any care for that. So here we are, another client signing. And I think someone, I don't know if this was in this press conference or it was earlier, or I don't know if it was hearsay, maybe someone's making it up. But someone on Twitter had said that he was, the way he worded, When asked about Douglas Costa, the way he was wording it was he was presented to us. He was very careful about how he was talking about the cost of signing. So if that quote is true, and again, don't take that with a grain of salt. If that quote is true, it confirms what I have been saying since the moment he was signed. This player was forced upon Vanny the way Gerard was, the way Gio was, the way Zlatan was. And it's Klein who did it because it just didn't make sense if Vanny was signing 23, 24, 25 year olds for three, four year contracts. Why bring in a 32 year old on a loan deal for one year? It just did not make sense
1: whatsoever. So, remember, remember, he kept saying, Greg Vanning kept saying, Oh, if we can get Douglas Costa going in the summer, it'll be like having a new signing.
2: Right. I mean, it's the, the guy was trying to defend everything about this guy, and obviously, he sounds foolish when he does. He's defending. Klein, which is ultimately the guy who's going to get you fired, his doings is going to get you fired. You are now the new scapegoat. You're not going to escape this hell. You are going to be the next number in a list, a line of coaches that have been taken the blame for Klein's failures.
1: So Good decline.
2: Yeah. So, so you have to buy yet another client signing out. Forget the optics; it's already bad. Yeah, right. The thing is, if you buy them out, you have to replace them in two weeks. We know that the Galaxy didn't want them. We know that Douglas Costa didn't want to be here. They were negotiating with Gremio; they could not come to an agreement. No other team is going to want them. The Galaxy are stuck with them this year. Yeah. If the Galaxy genuinely had any intention of one way or the other, we have to get Douglas Costa off the team. They would have bought him out already. Okay. Number two, if they always had planned to buy Douglas Costa out regardless, they would have to have had a DP signing ready to go. They would say, okay, we'll buy him out, but
1: first, well, they don't. we need. I think that's why they and haven't that, done and that's, it. Okay, they and haven't that's, done it because they don't.
2: Right. And that's, that's the problem. The simple fact. That's the problem. If you get rid of him right now, you have exactly two weeks to replace him and only two weeks to replace him. So the fact that you haven't found anyone is a big problem. Number two, let's say that you don't get a recognizable name that is available. I don't even know who you would get in less than two weeks when there's no negotiating, when there's no whispers of any rumor
1: whatsoever. You you wait for the – uh, you wait for the, the the agent to present you with somebody is right, right. going to happen. Yeah. Because that's what happened with Douglas Cost, and that's the way that the Galaxy have operated for right. the last, you know, five, ten years. Yeah. So they, so- they don't have scouts. They don't go out there. They have agent recommendations. Again, there's I have a, a problem, guy, I have obviously. a guy on my books, and I'm responsible for getting a contract. No team wants him. The guy's a bum. I can't sell him anywhere. Hey, LA Galaxy. I have a guy who used to have a name, and I think he would be a good fit. And the Galaxy are stupid enough to go, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And they offer him a lot of money and they bring him in. And now we're in the we're we're stuck where we are. And again, like this is. This is the, the the way that this club has been run under Chris Klein. And I mean, we all know that we, we don't have to continually go over it. We know that this is how things work. Bobby is rolling his eyes. But to answer his question, because I think this is where we started. Yes, I 100% think that Douglas Costa did this purposely to force the galaxy to basically pay him out so that he can go and do nothing for the next six months sounds like something
2: like that would happen um the only thing that i worry about is if they decide to buy him out and they figure we need to get someone it's not out of the uh realm of possibility that they would do a we just got to get somebody doesn't matter mm-hmm. someone that we didn't scout and that's what worries me and then you you're would say, have
1: to sign a multi-year contract and all of these right. things. and it just starts all over yeah again. And it, and it, it starts it all over cycles. again yeah so
2: that's what kind of worries me so in the one hand i'm saying yeah he needs to get out but at the same time it's like i'm not sure that's a really good option here because i know they're not scouting anybody in that position and then you're thinking maybe the, the only thing that kind of pops out is Co. but the fact of the matter is is that if he's still a free agent it's a, for a reason, and B, if he's still a free agent, you haven't been able to get further along in negotiations. It's kind of like, uh, obviously, if you would have been able to sign him, you probably would have just been like, okay, we're going to sign him and Douglas Costa, you're out. But it, it almost seems like, again, it would be a bad deal if they decide to do that because then you would throw an ungodly amount of money at someone. And it's just because, again, it's just because of a name. So, and, and obviously, I, they, I don't trust... And again, I don't trust the scouting department to go out and find a no-name in South America or wherever yeah. to go out and say, hey, let's get make you a DP. Which basically just means that we're paying you over a certain amount of money. Not necessarily you deserve the contract. It's just that's the way that it's worth and it's not necessarily DP or not MLS valuable rather than just, hey, this is world market value. So, you know, uh, obviously they've already missed with Kevin Cabral. So, again, I'm not really trusting that they would try to find some diamond in the rough and be successful at it. So, you know, but so that's kind of where I am. You buy him out, you don't replace him. Again, the optics looks bad. Why don't you just keep him in the books? But then at that point, it's like, well, no, he should never be on the field again. You shouldn't be playing him. Keep him in there, but you bench him, in which case also doesn't make sense. And if he is a problem in the locker room, then. Yeah, he's got to get out of that locker room. So I think again, you can because of you know Klein because he's the one who signed Costa. You're in a lose lose, lose situation. There's really no good outcome that can happen, uh, regardless of what you do here. Unfortunately, it's 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 pick your poison. And so,
1: um, well, let, let's let's talk about the locker room for a second, Bobby. Do you feel like? I mean, there's whispers out there that the locker room is divided do you feel like that might be the case cuz i'm getting like
0: <clears throat> i have no idea 20 vibes i mean i don't i don't, i have no idea if there it is the case or not I'm, i don't know who's who the whispers are or who's who's reporting it um but i mean there has to be something going on after this last game for sure for sure for sure i mean there's 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 players in here that's been that have that, that you know that that have been pushing and playing well and, and being responsible and then to see that happen to two two of the biggest to to the big to, to, to the big guys in yeah. the team um it's it's the, the veterans that should be the ones that are leading the team um it's 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 kind of crazy i mean i don't know um I still see I, I, like it's it's more Costa i think more it's more, more of an issue with costa because I, I don't I, I can't see Caceres or Caceres, um his his character her his attitude having much of an issue with people i mean again, you saw him walking over to the, to the ref acting like it was not even going to be a problem so I don't know. Um but it's definitely but I mean look we we all know that there's pressure and I think that's the that's the issue that the entire team is dealing with the it's, it's getting really really wound up right now with with all of these losses um the bad calls the the bad play the bad everything. Um so I mean they they're they're definitely definitely um yeah they're in the ringer right now. But that's the thing we'll see. I mean look at Chicha needs to, maybe he'll I mean he maybe he'll like you know stand up and try to be a leader in the locker room before this LAFC game maybe who knows i mean everybody liked that last year now you know <laughs> now it's you like yeah part- right but uh, then he- but then last game man the, the moments he had the ball it it was like every decision was bad yeah. every was decision was bad he, came oh, in, he was trying yes, to play your
1: And I don't know if it's because he feels that same pressure where he thinks that he needs to do to solve a bunch of the problems that this team is having, or if it's literally just because he's exhausted and exasperated with the rest of the way the team is performing. I mean, either way, it's, it's, it, not it's all good. of that. I'm it's pretty not sure I, it's all of I was going to say, yeah.
2: I, I think it, it could obviously be very well be both of them uh when you're looking back at that clip I mean, obviously when I, at first when i saw it i was like what the hell are you doing and i still feel what the hell are you doing you're trying to dribble around three players right in front of your own box it leads to a goal and when you look at the replay i looked at it, i go dude you have a guy right there it's douglas costa and again you kind of have <laughs> to f- you kind of have to look at it and saying like well if douglas costa is the problem and, you know, and he's like the guy, that's like, dude, you know, where have you been? Blah, blah. And everyone kind of knows it. And Chicho just said, again, I ain't passing to you. Fuck you. It doesn't matter. That's still a divided locker room. If it's him, if it's several people. And again, if, if you're to believe the rumors that, oh, not rumors, but if you're to believe, because apparently it happened, um, the, the commentator said it. I was watching the Spanish feed. Apparently the English.
0: Yeah, they supposedly said it live.
2: Comment Commented live that, hey, Edwards just shoved. Greg Vanny, He did not want to come off. He shoved Greg Vanny. This is something that you don't do. Okay? This is something that you don't you, you, like. It, that's almost like that should automatically get you on the bench the rest of the season. That automatically puts you on the reserve team. And the more and more I'm looking at this, if Edwards continues to play and by the way, if out it does come in and play against LAFC and it looks like he probably will and yeah, Edwards may, moves it Edwards moves into that midfield role where you know we think, okay, you haven't signed a winger. There's no rumors that you're signing a winger. There's nothing going on. You may very well just put Edwards in the middle. And that happens because that was always the plan. And that happens. It's showing me more and more Greg Vanney has absolutely no fucking balls. I mean, he's got absolutely – nothing, no control over this. And you can basically just run over this guy. Now, granted, I don't know what's happening in the locker room. I don't know what was said after this game. He actually did come out and say that whatever was spoken in the locker room is going to stay in the locker room. And I agree with that. That should stay behind closed doors. The public should not know what's going on there. It'd be nice to know. But no, that's correct. And nothing, nothing that was said in that locker room should be made out public.
0: But He also said he was going to have individual talks later in right. the week.
2: Right, individual yeah. talks with players. I'm assuming Edwards is one of them. Douglas Costa, I have to assume, is another one. But I'm sure they're going one by one uh, throughout the team. But, if again, if Costa plays again, if he's not bought out, and he's not riding the bench, and he sees a minute... I don't care how long it is. I don't care if it's garbage time. Maybe he sees the field again this season. And if Edward sees, uh, you know, sees it again after shoving him. I mean, Craig Vanny has no balls.
1: I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I, mean, well, I, I mean, I mean, I how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel? If, if, if Gossett is like, just starts the, the next game after a suspension. I'm That's okay with that. That's fine to me. That's yeah. not a problem. You think it's okay? It was just, I, a, I mean, it was a
0: lapse in judgment. It was a really yes. dumb lapse in judgment, but there was nothing malicious or, or yeah. like nothing like that.
2: Yeah, I don't think this is uh, one of those things where, like, you know, uh, uh, the Costa situation, even Edwards, I, I still think it's very boneheaded. I still think it was, like, he lost his mind. I still think that he's probably one of the, you know... Uh, one of the guys that he's going to be talked to individually, saying what's going on, blah, blah blah blah. But I don't think this is a season-ending thing for him. I think he's he's fine as soon I mean, as there's his still, suspension is. There's up, definitely going to be, be talks with him.
0: There's definitely going to be talks to him because remember, I was telling you guys the game even before he got the yellow card from on the bench because right, he bench. was losing because he was losing his shit too. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious, another one.
2: And, and and I'm fine with people making mistakes and then you learn from them and you move on. You know, you know. But this is. Uh, the cost of one, like I said, I've seen it several times. There's obviously some, um, other factors that play into this, and just shoving the coaches, it, it, it's wrong. It, it, it's just, I mean, it's, like, it's, it's something but, that okay. you don't. It, it's not normal. It's not normal here, and obviously, it's not. I mean, we have seen. It's one thing to say I'm not happy with you. I'm like, if the coach uh, extends its hand, his hand to give him a handshake or a high five, and the player just walks past him, I'm okay with that. You know, like if he's pissed off, he doesn't agree with the coach. He just goes down to the bench. He doesn't talk to the coach, whatever. But to shove your coach, that's that's another level to me. That to me yeah. is like, that's completely disrespectful. That's not just like, I'm mad at you. Let me, you know, let me soak in my emotions right now and then we'll hug it out later. This is straight up, I shoved you. I have, you know, it's an assault. I assaulted my coach because I disagreed with him. I know assault people, is a very very strong word, but you know
1: that's essentially what kind of happened. For people who have been at the games and on the side of the, the the galaxy bench, a lot of people have been saying that Vanny is just on Edwards' ass the whole game, and I've like heard that. constantly, constantly like you know telling him where what he's doing, what he's not doing right, you know this and that. And I agree, Raheem Edwards has not been good this year or um, last year. Or or last year, so you you sub him off. You sub this person off, and if the and if Greg Vanny as a coach is continually, you know, telling him what he's not doing right, you know, or the fact that he's bringing him off because he's frustrated with him or whatever, I can see that there's a frustration, and to me, that's a player that you just you don't you you can't get back you know in in terms of um getting him back on underside you know what i mean you can talk to him i'm sure he's a professional he's going to do his job but i don't think that that's a that's a player that you get bought back in with that said i like i think he knows that julian Alde is coming in and he's going to take his spot and he's going to lose his starting spot so at that point I don't think Raheem Edwards really has much to lose by shoving Greg Vanny. But you're right in that the response to this, and this is always this is this this is gonna be my new thing, is I wanna see what the response to this game and this situation and this meltdown is. Greg Vanning came out and said that was unacceptable. It's not going to happen again. What does that mean? It could mean nothing because if you you know his first year they said they made the promise not to lose more than two games in a row. Guess what? You know it happened. There's there's only so many. Right. There's only you can't can't control all the factors. But we don't see the response. We don't see the 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 emotion, the fire, the the urgency. None of that comes. They just continue to play the same kind of
0: play. Well, I think I think that's because they, they're just a bad team. They just don't play well together in general. They can't fix... They can't figure that no. out. That's basically it. They can't have this automatic great fire if they can't play well together in general. So... Um, what what were we going Who was the
1: lowest rated player, Lewis? <laughs> yeah, what well,
2: what well, we're we're not doing that right
1: now.
0: Um <laughs> It was Klinsman.
2: It was it, the
1: uh <laughs> Well, yeah. Um despite the red, despite putting hands despite, on the referee, yeah. despite right. grabbing a guy by the face. Well, and, by ratings and,
0: I'm pretty sure it will be Klinsman, yeah. So, yeah. so, Okay,
1: so
2: yeah. uh, I'll run it down. I won't let you guys guess. I'm going to go because it's funny. We, we, we haven't even talked about the game because I no, think it's kind of today. insignificant. Let's not yeah. guess in this yeah. one. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. Lowest one wish. is 5.2. <laughs> it is Caceres. Clinsman is 5.3. So they're both <laughs> down there. Uh, highest rated is uh, Delgado at 7.7. 7. Uh, the next one is Puj at 7.6. He had a red card. And after that, for some reason, Edwards at 7.5, also with a red card. Um there's there is something else that I, that I want to talk about. Wait, uh, what? And
1: Puj- and red
2: Cards? Uh, yellow. I'm sorry, I said red. Yellow. red? Oh my god. Yellow cards. Yeah, yeah. Yellow cards. I'm sorry.
0: Um, I'm like that's so- probably when I zombied out. I was just singing. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was literally me for. That was literally me for like 20 minutes. I was just with my beer going.
2: <laughs> so just that's it. With the debacle in Houston, this is how you enter uh, the first El Traffico of the season. Um, it is also a date that, aside from the match, because of what's happened with the boycott and everything that's been going on, it's, it's obviously a a, a a game that you circle. And everyone thought that this was going to be the big test of the boycott and see what's happening. And we said, this is the outlier. You don't test it through this. It what. It, it It it, it goes throughout the whole whole season. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This game obviously was always going to have all eyes on it. It is the greatest rivalry in MLS. The fact that now everybody, or at least more people are talking about it, as David had said, Hercules Gomez is now tweeting about it pretty regularly. Uh, Taylor Twellman is talking about it on um the, on the broadcast the athletic, broadcast. Uh, the athletic the has right uh i believe i haven't seen it i will as soon as we're done with this uh, i will go watch it on extra time i know they were talking about it and andrew weeby said that he was pretty much excited to talk about it he came out with a time code about topics that they were talking about i could be wrong about this but when they started talking about the galaxy it looks like that's like the longest segment so there's obviously sure. going to be I'm a sure. lot of meat in there. There's a reason to talk about it, but there's obviously a lot more more eyes on this, a lot more ears on this. All I think even be, Tim Cook is going to
1: talk about it at the at the keynote that's coming
2: up, <laughs> right? Um, there is now more pressure than ever on the front office. Now, this brings me in what I wanted to talk about. So there was a meeting last week between the supporters. And the FO once again. Now, I don't know who called the meeting. If I had to take an educated guess, the supporters the F- have no re- Right. It had yeah, no it reason. It
1: was the FO that called it. The
2: supporters have absolutely no reason to call this meeting. It is the FO who called this meeting, which means, again, they're starting to see or feel something. Now, take this with a grain of salt. We have not talked to anybody. We have not uh, talked to Andrew or Manny or anybody else who was in that meeting. But apparently... There was a leak in what was talked about. It was all over Galaxy Reddit. There was a breakdown as to uh, the talking points and what was said
0: in said news. It was and on again, all social media, not just Reddit. It was on Instagram, <laughs> on Twitter. Well, eventually, started, right?
2: Though. Well, that well, it started on Reddit. and eventually, uh, it, it got you know, obviously every uh, every. Yeah. Uh,
0: I thought it was a part of their like, social media discord, was, and then that it came out of that? Yeah, it, it, yeah.
2: well, I mean, the, the thing is is that uh, when it comes somewhere, eventually it spreads like wildfire through uh, Galaxy social media. You'll see it everywhere. So, obviously, I saw it through through Twitter when someone uh, posted it talking about it. So, again, take it with a grain of salt because it is hearsay. But apparently, the couple things that, you know, were talked about, we know that Klein was in the meeting. There's, obviously, there's two reports coming out. One saying that Klein made a comment that said, I know this is not going to change your mind about anything, but, and then another uh, people are saying that he actually did expect things to change and the boycott to be over after this meeting. So again, it's just depending on how you want to, I'm sure that was uh, an assumption. So don't take that with anything. So one of the things that, uh, that really stood out to me here was the, hierarchy that was explained because I think one of the problems uh, that we have all had is what's going on? Who's yeah, who in charge what? of who? Who does what? Right. I mean, the, I think
0: the article David brought up. the
2: Yeah. Right. Was- like we, we don't have no idea who's in charge, who's doing what, what's what, what, what's going on. Um, and I know it was um, who's the one who did the article at the, um, at, the at the launch athletic? party. Uh, no, not
1: the Athletic. It was at the oh, launch party. Oh,
2: that was uh,
1: uh, Rob El- Escalero
2: de-, de. No, 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 no. National. It was a national one. It was a national writer. Oh. Um, wow, I am drawing a big blank. Um,
1: that wasn't uh, Tom Bogert?
2: No, it wasn't Tom Bogert. Or it the was other another guy. What's one. his
1: name? Um, God, I am drawing a complete it, blank right okay. now. Yeah, it's it's fine. You'll, you'll okay. Find it. Well, well,
2: it's it's a uh, it's 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 uh obviously it's, it's a national writer, um, in that article, you know, someone had quoted from the FO saying like Krawczyk, nobody knows what the hell he does. He just walks around, and you know, we have <laughs> right, no right, idea right. what he's doing. So apparently, the hierarchy was discussed, um, as far as being transparent and what's going on. So, uh, one of the bullet points was this. So, Klein is obviously at the top. Then Greg Vanny. He's the number two in charge. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then you have, this is the way it it was brought up. Then you have, under Vanny, you have William Kuntz, who was just signed, or at least just announced, and Karofsky. Mm -hmm. And then literally it says, Everyone everyone else. Okay? So, here's the thing. We have also heard that Karofsky is now the um, head of scouting, which means what happened to Michael Stevens, right? Because he was apparently the head of scouting. So now we know it's Karofsky.
1: Uh Well, it could be Karofsky's department and Stevens is under Karofsky and is I, the head scout, but I, the head of scouting could be one
2: I mean, I, I suppose it is, but it, I, it, it's just <clears> kind of weird to me. But the thing that really kind of – because you have – you say Koontz and Karofsky in the same bracket. We know that Koontz is now the vice president of soccer operations or vice president of soccer right. or something. Some some cute little made-up title. Kevin Baxter made a really good – he came out and, and – I apologize. I actually did not read this. I, I, I don't subscribe to the LA Times. But I can't imagine that he held back in that article – uh, but in there, one of the clips, uh, one of the um, paragraphs that was, you know, brought on 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 Twitter was made a really good point. You signed Kuntz, which is fine, but he didn't replace anybody. Nobody's out. He's just mm-hmm. kind of added into the mix. So where exactly do you stick him? And if you're looking at the hierarchy here, how do you have a guy who's supposed to be in charge of? forming a team because he's had success in building championship squads right you know he was successful in LAFC and a lot of people were excited about oh this is a good signing and this is
1: you apparently know apparently he helped Bruce Arena like right apparently out, he apparently helped like, Bruce Arena right salary so cap he, issue and like right he
0: worked stuff. for the yankees he worked for the yankees
1: so he did all of this
2: stuff right so my question is if he is going to be responsible for building that championship side, for you know, for for bringing in players, personnel, salary cap, all that stuff. How is he under the head coach?
1: That's usually above. Uh, well, well, Greg the Vanney head is coach. a sporting director. He's he is. Not, he's except, also the head coach, but he's the sporting so director. So if and, okay. and, and, and so Kevin Baxter, Kevin Baxter was also making the point that Will Koontz wasn't going to leave the number two job at LAFC to. To be right. a number two, somebody else, somewhere else. Right. And he's right. He's the number three based on the hierarchy. Right. And, and again, it just... Well, he didn't really leave the job.
0: Leave... He was a free agent. He didn't leave yeah, the but, job. But he was a free was, agent. And then this, it, and, he, and, and out of all the teams, he decided to choose us. That's a, his, weird his because, article. Because but it's he could still... Have
2: he could have easily stayed. He is a, what, it he is said,
0: a what he said is that it, it was the end of his, his contract, and that was it. That's what he said in the, I forget who's the article that did the one with him a couple. Will
1: parchment or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, but I just find it kind of weird that that if Vanny's number two, then what's the point of everybody else? If he's a head coach and he's responsible for bringing in players and he's the one cool, then I get to form my own team. I'm not, you know, at the mercy of another GM, which is how usually it goes, right? You have a GM, then you have the coach. If he is the GM, If he's the number two behind Chris Klein and he's the one going out there and signing these players, I want this guy. This is my team. I'm also responsible for this, uh, for the tactics and strategy, so I can manage what players are coming in. So, what in the world is the point of Kuntz? What is the, seriously, if he's working under a head coach, what is the point of signing him? This seems now, if you're looking at, the, again, take with a grain of salt, but if you're looking at this hierarchy, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And you're looking at, hey, my original question when this was when this was first, um, not announced by the Galaxy, but when it was first announced by, I, I believe it was Tom Bogart, but whoever it was, the first thing I asked, is this a good signing, really? Or is this just another scapegoat that you can pin it on? Because right now, it looks like this is another scapegoat it doesn't make sense the hierarchy right here just doesn't make sense whatsoever
1: well based on the hierarchy who is okay let's say vanny has lost the locker room vanny is um is you know pretty much lost lost the team and needs to get replaced who who, who who's going to fire him is it dan beckerman Who's it's a, it, it, Danny's it, it, it's, boss right it's, now? Chris. It, it's it, Klein. It can't be Chris. No, it can't be Chris Klein because Chris Klein is is so it would be suspended it would, from right. any for having anything to do with the soccer operations right now until the end of you know until two weeks at the end of the year. I guess in two weeks. No, 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 not to the end of the year. Two weeks from now, when the when the transfer window closes, that's when the s- suspension is over. Is so it really? Chris, I thought it was the no, whole year. I, I no, thought he was suspended nope, for twenty twenty three. Yeah, nope,
0: I thought nope. it was a whole
1: year too. No, he is suspended until the transfer window is closed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's news to me. So, who fires Chris uh uh, uh Greg Manning? So if, if if it's at this moment, Dude, it has wait to two be two weeks and the, then him. Well, remember, well, remember <laughs> you know, until he's 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 winless in nine and then and then fire him when 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 that suspension is over. And then Will Koontz gets to be the number two and, you know, bring in the coach of his choosing. What the
2: which again, which kind of makes sense if that's what you're going to do. But then you have one of the other bullet points of that meeting. Was that? Um, it was said that you know we've heard this before as well. Klein is focusing on giving resources rather than making decisions on the team. He said that several times. Oh, this is Dennis Tarkovsky. De okay, but you're getting Chicharito. Oh, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is not me anymore. Siggy Schmidt is the GM. Oh, but but we're forcing
1: Zlatan on you.
2: You know. Yeah. Okay, well, Zlatan
1: well, kind of forced himself. Well, I think I think we can mm. put that to bed. Zlatan pulled the Zava and said. I will play for Galaxy. And, <laughs> and, and there's not, and you 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 don't do anything beyond that.
2: <laughs> I, okay, fair. Um and then you have the Costa thing. It's not Gregs Vanney's, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not that, so so he's done it. He can come in whenever. And the moment that that uh oh, what's that what's that guy's name? Uh, Diego Lanez is like, yep. "Yeah, I, I I I need to re-jumpstart my career. This is not he's working in Mexico." He's a winger. Guess what? Chris Klein is going to come out and say, "We're going to fucking get this guy." Like he's gonna sabotage whoever it is like th- make no mistake about it um it, it, the the pattern is there. he's not and he's said this before it' it's nothing will change. uh the other thing is that 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 apparently Klein has you know to to add to the lie to add to the illusion that nobody sh- is buying or nobody should be buying is that he explained that everything that is currently being built is under Greg Fanny's vision. so again, you're putting blame on somebody else this is not me anymore. This is Greg Vanny, the way it was. DTK, the way it was. Everybody else. This is not me. It never was me. This is never my fault, right? My, so I he, think, he, So if I think so my, if so so going to what you said, if he's winless in nine, wait till Klein gets back. He's the one who's fired. Make Kuntz the number two, and then have him choose a coach. Which again, if you're working behind the scenes, maybe he's already doing it. Then it d- doesn't make any sense. For him to be like, this is all Graham, you know, uh, Greg Vanny's vision, and this is this grand plan. But we're just going to go ahead and tear that plan apart because, you know. Um, so again, th- this is an organization that
1: you're in hell there's nothing you can do
2: there's absolutely my, nothing
1: that you could do right now oh. my 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 favorite part of the the list of like bullet points that was discussed the number one thing that was discussed was oh we're going to revamp our social media marketing and try to, to provide more content yeah that's what we want yeah that's what we freaking want is more freaking content there's already 15 other galaxy uh, independent content creators. We don't need you guys to do to have better content, but don't worry, we signed somebody from the from the Washington Commanders rebrand. The the, okay. the
2: the Galaxy social media team has been taking a a beating. I mean, an absolute I, beating all season. Does that and mean the Adam worst... Serrano. Does that mean, Adam Serrano's out of a job. No, Adams No, he. I mean, the, 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 he's probably been one of the constants that have been there. In fact, he was promoted to said position. So whoever he's. He seems to be one of the untouchables as well. He seems to be pretty chummy with, with you know, the higher-ups. Um, and so, the you know what thing is... Me
0: it's a like, lot, you
1: know what concerned me a lot is Mike McGee's tweet. Did you guys see Mike McGee's tweet? Yeah, I did. Bobby, he... So, Mike McGee tweeted the fact that the Galaxy in 2012 were also winless in the first eight games of the season. And we all know how 2012 ended. Um, that seems pretty tone deaf. Yeah,
2: and I I thought that was kind of a weird thing for because yeah, this, for this Mike is McGee not to say.
1: the same thing.
2: And of all people, I I kind of feel that Mike McGee would be one of the least or oh, one of the last persons to say something like that, rather than to take this you know because he was always like that. The, yeah, Mike the, McGee, the, Mike like McGee, like like the people's the player. player, right? I I suppose he is. Yeah, he's but what what, what I also think is because Sasha also calls out the galaxy uh, in, you know, nobody, nobody after that debacle, nobody came out and took responsibility for it. No player talked to the media. Um, And that's. Again, that's the Galaxy's yeah, M.O. this and this is this is the culture, right? Chris Klein hasn't come out and talked to the media. He doesn't take responsibility. He's not allowed to. He's not allowed yeah. to. doesn't do it, nobody does it, right? So Greg Vanny has to go out there and basically take the bullet for Klein and company who, you know, he has no reason to do that. <laughs> he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Excuse me. And so you come out, hey, we need to hear from the players and what the hell's going on. Nobody comes out. Nobody comes out to do it. Sasha calls him out. But I go, you know what, dude? If it wasn't for you, same thing would have happened last year. Mm-hmm. You were, he, It was always Sasha who came out and talked to the media and he was the one. Yeah, like
0: the majority that of the games. Was,
2: yeah, he was the one that came out and had to save face for the team. And now he's like, dude, someone else has to step up. Someone else needs to fucking come up here and say, this is, well, whatever, whatever BS you want to come out and say, this is unacceptable, blah, blah, blah. blah. Just say something. Just face the face cameras, it, dude. Face, face it. it. Yeah, exactly. You know, man up and talk to it. Now, apparently Mark Delgado was supposed to come out and talk, but they ran out of time because he was getting treatment and he was going to miss the bus if he went out for, you know. So, you know, whatever. I, I, I think this like, is. Ma- Mavin got tweeted the next day. Phone. Right. I mean, this is, uh, it's ridiculous. It it is, uh, but again, this is the culture, right? There's no accountability. I don't have, if I don't have to face the cameras, I will not face the cameras. Uh, I don't have to do this. Um, So again, it goes to the culture. This is exactly what the Galaxy have been. There is no responsibility. There's no accountability. You you say the fluffy stuff and what you think the fans want to hear, and then you move on and you repeat, rinse and repeat. Um, So it's pretty sad. But yeah, I, I think like, Sasha isn't tone-deaf. Hercules is not tone-deaf. Everyone is starting to see what is happening here, and more and more um, people outside of the Galaxy organization are starting to understand what this boycott really is about. And sadly, there are still a lot of Galaxy fans that still don't get it. They don't get it. They think it's like, oh, because we're playing bad and you turn your back to the players. A lot of Galaxy fans, casuals or not, have just... Also as tone deaf because they can't see past their biases. They can't see what this is really about. And they attack the people who are trying to do what they feel is what's best for the team, not only in the short term, but also the long term. So there's still a lot of people out here that don't get it, unfortunately. But yeah, the Mike McGee thing was very, very odd. Um here it was uh really couldn't uh believe what i was uh reading from mike mcgee there um
1: but let's let's uh let's circle the wagons here and, and talk a little bit about the next game before we wrap up um we face lafc like you said the first out traffic of the year um if the galaxy put together a a performance, if they win, for me personally, I would find that massively disappointing. Damn you're offensive. offensive. Because it signals, it, it, it would signal to me that much like how we felt about LAFC in those first few years, you only exist to Counter, you know, to be the anti Galaxy, to me, putting in against a good performance against LAFC and maybe getting a win signals to me that the Galaxy now only exists to become a reaction to LAFC. And honestly, I think LAFC has moved past that. They're they've they've got bigger fish to fry. Their focus is on winning trophies and uh, and and advancing in Champions League and making it to the Club World Cup. And that's what the Galaxy used to be um and so now they just become another uh team that's in their way it's not even that it's the galaxy anymore especially if lafc beat carson and carson there's going to be nothing left for the galaxy to 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 hold on to
2: i think it's sad that you are holding on to that to begin with considering the fact that everything that uh, that is happening that's
1: all that's all that that's all that 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 this current iteration of this team has left. And I think that, you know, over the years it'll even out and whatever. But you know, right now, now we're facing that like that uh that turn of the page of like the galaxy's time is over and now like LASC has fully kind of like taking over Los Angeles. And all like we said, like we've said, all under Chris Klein, they've allowed this to happen to to the galaxy. They didn't even put up a fight.
2: Yeah, and, and the sad thing is, is that you know it, it's one thing to say, hey, you were outco, I'm not outcoached. I'm sorry. Um, you know, you were outmaneuvered, Out-marked. you were outmarketed, whatever it is that you know that you, you couldn't beat the rival, you couldn't, you know, you did a better job. But the fact that he has no honor, no dignity. He doesn't care. It, obviously, it's it, it's all about the money. It's all about dollar signs. Again,
1: I'm sure he genuinely tried Man, to build how, a championship how, how club, not but you're not... more money to be made with a successful club? Right. I don't exactly. understand this.
2: Again, that, that is also something that I even brought up. It doesn't even make sense, because even if they're patting themselves in the back for being one of the most successful, economically successful clubs in the league, you are still leaving a good businessman would see we are leaving a hell of a lot more money on the table by not being good. As yeah. far as for as much money that we are making right now, and we are trash, imagine how much more we would be making if we were to win sixth MLS Cup. Imagine if we were to they're... win Champions League. Imagine if we got to the Club World Cup and actually won a game, right? We got to play the Madrid, we got to play the you know, whoever the the, the South yeah. American champion is, how much more marketing, how much more money are you leaving on it? You would be, for as much of a global brand that you have been, how much more of a brand, how much more money you would bring in globally by being good? It doesn't make sense that they'd be panning themselves on the back by the, the amount of money <laughs> they're currently breaking in compared to the amount of money they could be raking in. It just doesn't make any sense, especially, you know, as a poker player. it's You're never really satisfied. Like, yeah, you had a winning session, but I messed up on this hand. I could have had more. I did this mistake. And you always want to improve because you want to keep getting more. And these guys just apparently not good businessmen. At least not not to where they could be. Because they're satisfied to where they are, and it's and it's horrible. And the fact that they continue this destruction of let's say it was an empire. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. they were MLS like they were gods, and you just destroyed it, and you're mm-hmm. applauding yourselves for it. And if you know. Again, I, I, I and I've said this, I'm sure Chris Klein genuinely wanted to build a championship team. He was just not good at it. And if he genuinely loved the club, if he genuinely cared, he would do the honorable thing. Look at what's happening yeah. to the club. Look at what's happening with the fans. This is, you know, I need to step aside. This is the best thing to do. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't care. No. And 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 the moment that he does decide to step away from the Galaxy, whenever that is, it's not that he's going to look back and say... Jesus, look what I did. Like, you know, like he's not gonna feel bad. He's gonna continue to like applaud himself. That's the sad part. He doesn't care. He genuinely doesn't care. And Beckerman doesn't care either. And if they sell the team and say, yeah, you know, we're gonna sell the team to to you know this guy and this guy's just gonna take him because, well, LAFC is the big team here. I am not gonna compete with them and take him off to some other city. You know that's probably gonna happen. So yeah, I mean, and again, all because of Klein. SwissCon has uh, genuinely just destroyed this team. And yes, I would that, that, love...
1: Who was that? The, the, the Colts that became the, the Ravens or something? Uh, no,
2: it, that's uh, there's several teams. The, the, the Ravens were the Oilers. No, Oilers were... Oilers. Yeah, I think Oilers might have been the Ravens. And then Houston came in uh, and again. But as a Texans, not as the Oilers, I think it was the yeah the Ravens. You
1: had um, the Expos went to Washington. I keep, I keep telling like, you guys. I keep telling you guys look look out for those Southwest uh, ingredients on the ingredients. The yeah, yeah. You know what? That, that, that might be the Las Vegas franchise right there. Um.
2: But yeah, I mean, it's if there's anything that's upsetting is that like you know even if I'm well aware that if you got rid of Klein, you know tonight. Like you're not winning on Saturday. Not you know you're not winning MLS Cup at the end of the season. There's really no like instant, like, um, instant result. And even if you go back, but but dude, the first
1: big step. But it's the first big step. But it is.
2: It is. In
1: in toward toward the goal of regaining of of doing something different in an attempt to regain what was once. Chris Tucker, but, the, but Chris the, Tucker the, made the a very team, good this, point this team.
2: that even well after, even if if the boycott succeeds this year and Chris Klein gets the ax or he steps down or whatever the case, and he's no longer there, the effects of what he has done is will be felt for another decade. Like you what know... kid is going to watch this, watch both of those teams and say, I'm going to choose the galaxy. I, I Unless to, you no, have no, some here's sort the, of
1: connection. I went to I, I went to my uh, you know in my, in my regular day job, I went to my um, my director and said, hey, can we get now that we're part of you know this bigger group can we get better pricing for you know licensing for whatever like do we now you know can we get with these other groups and negotiate a better price for these for these things um, and I was told well, that takes a long time. It takes like two years to kind of get anything done with this company. So I don't know if it's worth the trouble. Well, it's been two years. If we would have started the conversation two years ago, this year we might have a better price on that licensing. Guess what? That's exactly how it goes. It yes, the effects will will be felt for a long time. But then, but so what? So what? That you just go ah, it's too far away. It's too hard. You know, I'm just not going to do it. Forget. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. It's too hard. It's so far away. No, no, you do it. You make the effort. You give a response. That's what you do. You grind through the shit. And sorry, Bobby. And you get through the mud. To get to your goal. That's what you do. And yeah, it's going to suck for the next, you know, six <clears throat> years. But this is also MLS. This is also a team. We saw Cincinnati be wooden spoon winners for what, three, four years in a row? And,
0: and now sudden, they're at the
1: yeah. top of the East. So don't act like it's just un, this un, impossible task to overcome. It's not. It can oh, cha- uh, It literally, well, this is MLS. It literally can't change in two years. Uh, Well, okay, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Later, um, guys. Maybe.
0: Zepp- maybe.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, You'll yeah, yeah, get us next week. You'll get us next week no matter what. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. This is episode 293. Say goodbye, David Lewis. Bye. We'll see you in Derby next week.